This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Gwen. <laughs> Hello and welcome to My Favorite Murder, The Minnesota, where we read your shit to you. Do you like it? We like it. <laughs> okay, this one's called Glowing Eyes in the Basement Window. No. <laughs> and there's no intro. Okay. Because this is for real. Because we got to get to it. This episode's for real. Yep. I grew up in a super small town in northern Wisconsin. I was around 10 years old, and my best friend and I were excited to go to a youth group at her church that night. Since her mom was part of the church's band, we had to get there early for them to rehearse. We got there. We were the only kids. We went down to the basement where the group rooms were located to play around until the, until group started. Um, the basement was broken up into four quadrants with each each with their own lights. So we only had the lights on in our quadrant of the basement and the rest of the rooms were dark. Mm. It was also dark outside by this time, so I'm feeling a little creeped out by being in this old church. There's also a window in that room that was at ground level and that says important. (laughs) So we found a bouncy ball and we're bouncing it back and forth to each other when my friend bounces it wildly to me and I miss the catch. The ball proceeds to bounce off the walls and into the windowsill that is kind of pushed back into the wall. Mm-hmm. We follow the ball around the room, and when it reaches said windowsill, we both freeze because in this window we can make out the outline of a head with the biggest glowing white <laughs> eyes. We both look at each other with the same terrified face and start screaming (laughs) as if we aren't scared enough already. As we start to run up the stairs, we can hear the figure fucking yelling. No. Help me. No. We are practically in tears at this point and we run to her mom and explain what we saw. She didn't believe us at first, of course, but we were both really distraught. So she finally agreed to investigate. As we went outside, we could hear someone still yelling help me no this is when my mom's face turned to uh this is when her mom's face turned to an oh shit look yeah not knowing what the fuck could be behind this old church my mom decided to call the cops so they could investigate good once they arrived we went behind the church to find not a terrifying glowing eyed creature but in fact a poor old lady who had fallen off a ladder in her backyard <laughs> She had broken her leg, so when she saw the basement light turn on, she crawled her way to the ground level window to see if we could help. Oh my god, it's scarier! It's scarier her in reality! huge old lady glasses were reflecting the light coming from the basement, which made her look absolutely terrifying. I felt so bad afterwards that it had taken us that, that long to get her help, but hey, better safe than sorry. SSGGM, your favorite rugby player, Shelby. Shit, Shelby. <laughs> Hells yes. I know. First of all, my favorite girl's name, Shelby, I'm assuming. Uh-huh. That is fucking... How scary is that? They were... They really were seeing something. They, it was real. And it was yelling, help me. It was real. <laughs> it was a poor old lady. And it First was- of all... 
lady, what are you doing on your roof? Lady, why Stop are you it. on a ladder? You're an old lady. Ask your neighbor to help. If your glasses are this thick, yeah, yeah. you should not get up no, on a ladder. Absolutely not. That's the sign I and put then next she to all old lady has ladders. To army crawl to the basement oh. window and is like, help, help me. me, my leg's broken. And then these little kids start screaming at you. Oh. Also, like, oh, it's like she's been laying there all day yeah, and yeah. it's like the light comes on on the oh, church. She's like, oh, oh, oh. Thank you. I'm so thirsty. Oh God! I want oh. a cup of all. I wanted a cup of tea. A lemon balm tea. <laughs> oh, it's awful. So sad. Shit, that was a good one. Yeah, Shelbs. Okay, the subject line of this one is: Grandpa stops a robbery with some unlikely help. All right, great. Page two. <laughs> Sup, Karen and Georgia and Stephen. Hi. My dad and I were on a road trip, and we swung by a little house he grew up in with his seven brothers and sisters, his mom and his dad, who uh, was the only police officer in town. Really? Uh, their house was also the police station. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Where is this? New Zealand. Okay. Um, <laughs> that, makes, that suddenly makes total sense. <laughs> right. Uh, seriously, the front two rooms were the police for police business, and the family kept the bedrooms to live in, and I think they shared the kitchen. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's amazing. When I asked my dad what the hell they did when they needed to lock somebody up, he said, there was a shed in the garden. <laughs> I don't know if he was joking. <laughs> so good. Can you imagine growing up at a police station? I asked dad what it was like for grandpa to be the one and only cop in town, and he said he needed to improvise sometimes. Then he told me this story. Oh. Late one night, grandpa spotted men with flashlights inside the TV and appliance repair shop, obviously robbing the place. Back up from New Plymouth um, would take over an hour to get there. Grandpa didn't want to wait because, of course, he knew the people who owned the repair shop and mm -hmm. he couldn't just watch while robbers ruined their business. Oh. That's when he saw the lights in the local rugby, rugby club were on. <gasps> I like to imagine that he now said, fuck protocol, before he took <laughs> off running for the club. He burst into the room of drinking rugby players. Oh my God. <sighs> and asked, <laughs> asked if anyone would like to help him catch some bad guys. Yes. They were into it. The town didn't have streetlights back then, so Grandpa had to shepherd the rugby players through the pitch dark, desperately trying to keep them quiet. <laughs> he positioned them at the front of the shop, then he snuck around back, took a deep breath, and kicked in the back door, shouting, freeze police. The robbers dropped what they were holding and bolted out the front door, right into about a dozen drunk, enthusiastic rugby oh, players. Amazing! <laughs> As my dad said, quote, they weren't cops, so they didn't have to hold anything back. Holy shit. I feel far sorry for the robbers. They had not signed up for anything like what <laughs> happened to them. And it was dark, so they literally didn't know what hit them. Oh, my God. They were scraped off the pavement and sent to New Plymouth for processing. And the rugby guys would talk about nothing else for days. I think we all dream that one day we'll get to help um, take down a criminal. Hopefully we'll be sober and not one of the 12 other huge-ass men when it happens. Uh, stay safe sexy and help out your local cop Lorraine that is a perfect story isn't that I mean you can just see it the all of it happening and as soon as you said rugby players I'm like oh <laughs> yes so fun yes and drunk ones too the best kind are there any other kind are there any other kind yeah a b how good are they at tackling <laughs> and punching 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 and tackling yes it's what they do and it's like you can't get by them no. that's their whole job no is to keep you from getting by them that's a brilliant story God bless Lorraine. I'm not going to tell you the name of this one, but I will tell you that the theme of my stories today is grandparents. Okay. 
because here's another one. Hello, all the wonderful people and animals of MFM. Hey, that's, that's one of the best ones yet. Easy. Love it. I have quite the slew of stories I've been meaning to write into you. Murderous great uncle, survivor friend's mom, high school murders. However, once you mentioned writing in stories about secretives, about secretives, my cousin... <laughs> <laughs> can't be right no i get it she wrote secret lives but it was in one word oh i there, secret, she forgot to do the space. secret lives about secretives which is the professional name for that's right my cousin who introduced me to your podcast insisted i finally buckle down and write this thing so here it is around april i was cleaning out my grandparents house where they had lived for 62 years now they didn't pass they didn't pass just had a lot of shit that needed to go and came across some interesting things in the process my grandmother who who we call Batchy has always <laughs> it sounds like Batchy it does B A T C H I E Batchy Batchy okay has always been known for the insane amount of photos she takes so naturally a lot of what I found was pictures lots of family from growing up some of my mom and her sister when they were kids etc as I was working on the living room uh, cleaning all the wine glasses on display with Batchy, she was telling me <laughs> about the good old days and how all her, quote, intimate friends would come over and they would have a great time. But, quote, of course not when the children were around. I was taken back by that statement, but I chalked <laughs> it up to an 84-year-old woman with dementia talking about throwing crazy parties with her friends, getting drunk, playing cards, listening to Elvis records. I mean, all of those things. And so is Elvis. Uh, in the next few days, I found some interesting birthday cards from my nanny and grandpa Meatball. <laughs> what the fuck? My cousin's grandparents. Is this, is this a cartoon character writing into us? I just love that. Like, <laughs> funny names are the best. Uh, in the hall closet, which I again was like, hmm, they have very, un they have a very uncomfortable sense of humor, but chalked it up to nothing other than that. And then the next paragraph says, okay, so I was wrong. <laughs> it certainly wasn't nothing. I've moved on to clean their bedroom. At this point, my Batchy and Papa were staying at my mom's house so I could be slightly more productive and found a box of pictures under the bed. Not being at all surprised by this because they were quite literally boxes of pictures everywhere. I opened the box to look at the photos and possibly have a few laughs about my mom's old boyfriends or whatever. All caps. Nope. Mm. Not pictures of my mom's old boyfriends or photos of us growing up. Instead, I found photos of my grand from my grandparents, all caps, swinger parties. No, 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 no. <laughs> Steven is pointing at the... You have photos? What? Holy <laughs> shit. Sweat. Oh, oh, no. oh, my God. Oh, no. What I'm looking at right now. She sent no. them to us. Oh, she no. She took them and sent them to us. I love her, love her, love her. Look are they old shit. people or are they new, young? Were they young? They're, they're middle-aged people, but it's in the 60s or 70s. I mean, 70s or 80s. <gasps> um, but look, they're all in one bed like, like Charlie Bucket's grandparents. It's a oh. bunch of adults in a bed under a sheet together, smiling like oh, little devils. Oh, my God. They are having so much fun crow oh, she's touching his penis in that photo but you can't tell and laughing her ass off too oh my god they are they're like all like in one bed together oh my god. let me see more let me see more holy <laughs> shit they're all, there's a lot of them you guys oh my god they're like all naked and how many of these can we post i don't i None, feel like probably. we can't post these because we Steven's don't know shaking his head unless no. steven goes through and puts tiny <gasps> black bars across everybody's eyes look at this one the thing is like they're in oh, these suggested no. positions but they're cracking up they're they're just being kind of funny dirty drunk 
Yeah. It's kind of what it seems like. But also in a room that it, that's paneled in, um, wood paneling. Twelve wallpaper oh. and then wood paneling on the bottom half. It's a seven, this looks like 1980 to me. Yeah. It's so brown. And they look like, they look like 1980s, 40s. You know what I mean? Like they're in their 40s. Yeah. They look old to us. Okay. It also looks like people who probably drank a ton and were bored. Yeah. And they were like, well, you look, you all have a mustache or a beard. Right. We might as well just fuck like, each other. Like you two fucked each other in high school. Like you've already seen his dick. Let's yes. just all, you, I want to see your honey's dick or whatever. Yes, exactly. Okay. Let me finish this. Oh um, keep, no, don't put that away. I want to keep looking at it. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> my grand, no, no, it's okay. My grandparents. <laughs> Swing. So those are her grandparents' swinger parties oh, and a few God. sex toys from way back in the day when my mom and aunts were growing up. <laughs> and then I was mortified. <laughs> I immediately took pictures of the photos and sent them to my cousins <laughs> so they could be just as scarred as I was. That's what I would do. And had to take a break from cleaning the house for a little while. Yeah, I bet as you I, did. <laughs> so I pieced all these things together. I realized what I had just stumbled upon. These were all old people that I knew. All people I had dinner with and played cards with when I was young. Oh. My nanny and grandpa Meatball were both featured in these photos, <laughs> as well as a few other close friends of my grandparents. <laughs> Needless to say, I could never really look at my grandparents the same way ever again. Oh shit, the grandparents are still alive? Oh, yeah, she was just cleaning their house. Oh, yeah. I thought... <laughs> no, no, their batches fucking kicking it. Uh, and I took my cousins down with me. There's still a lot of that house that needs to get cleaned out, but quite frankly, I'm horrified to do so. Yep. So yeah, that's the story of how I learned my grandparents were swingers. Stay sexy and don't look under your grandparents' bed. Del- Delaney. Okay. Delaney's Delaney. Just g- Delaney. Delaney? Like Melanie, but with a D. Okay. Oh, I- I'm just saying, she just blew up her, grandpa- her grandparents' spot so hard. Like, because not that many people call their grandmother Batchy. <laughs> no, totally. So, so people are going to know. There's going to be people in that hometown that are like, excuse me, a what? Yeah. That's really insane. This is just like, it's just, they're having so much fun. Guys, sex is natural and sex is fun. And not everyone does it. And everybody. everyone's grandparents Something. do it and take pictures of it. Oh my God. It also looks like they're doing it just to be like, yeah, just take a picture of totally. this. We're being dirty on purpose. Could be. Um, and it, what a gorgeous expression of human love. That was fun. And then just the photo, like the fact that there are photos just made it. I mean, I was, I'm shocked. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye.
Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. There's something about the sound of an old timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. This is a, this is a lighthearted one okay. that really veers from the standard norm if you have children in the car and you're listening to this this is definitely rated nc-17 fun ex-husband steven plug your ears steven (laughs) steven get out of the room but keep it recording uh the subject line of this is ex-husband's grandpa's porn oh dear okay uh hey karen georgia steven and assorted animals before i got married in parentheses never again (laughs) My now ex and I moved into his parents' in-law apartment in their house. Mm -hmm. Also a bad idea. Mm. His paternal grandparents lived there previously and had passed away, and some of their items were left in the apartment. My ex was unpacking the linen closet and suddenly started yelling for me to come upstairs. When I came up, he was pissing his pants laughing and holding an old VHS tape in his hands. (gasps) Apparently, he found a box of tapes at the bottom of the closet. 
He remembered that his grandpa took tons of photos and had a camcorder running all the time. My ex said he was wondering what nostalgic footage he would find, and he was planning on hooking up an old VCR to watch it when he flipped the first tape over to read the handwritten label. Instead of seeing Baby's First Christmas or Uncle Fred and Aunt Jane's wedding, he saw, printed neatly in his grandfather's handwriting, big tits and pink clits. We both fucking died laughing, and I was tempted to include the anecdote in my speech at the upcoming wedding, (laughs) but his parents would have spontaneously combusted, so I was sworn to secrecy. Uh, But I'm divorced now, so fuck it. (laughs) Stay sexy and get rid of your porn before your grandchildren find it, Laura. Oh, or don't. And like, what if that was just really was just like a baby's birthday, but he was like, I'm going to fuck with my grandkids when they go through my shit. Oh, my God. That would be fucking hilarious. Maybe he's a little older. Maybe he's going a little organic in the brain. He's like, this is funny. I don't care. (laughs) This is what they get for looking for my thing. That is. Wow. Most. uh, That's her new t-shirt. I mean. For real, it's so it's so disturbing. I won't repeat it, <laughs> it but you'll be, see it. In the our T-shirt merch we're gonna get made is gonna be an old, the drawing of a very old man's hand holding a VHS, <laughs> <laughs> and the writing's gonna be really small, so you can't see it unless you're close. Yeah. Okay, I love God it. God damn, that made me laugh. Can I just do a real quick one, please? This one's called "My Grandmother Bit a Nazi." Yes. And I feel like we all—it's like a good time in our lives. Hell's yeah. This. Hello, longtime listener, first-time writer. My grandmother Wilma grew up in Germany in World War II. Mm. Some of the families in her community took turns hiding a box in their houses. This box contained valuables that belonged to the Jewish fa- other Jewish families in town. Mm. Once the Nazi soldiers heard of this, they wanted to put a stop to it. When the soldiers came to my grandmother's door, her dog was barking. This gets sad. So fucking, so a fucking Nazi shot and killed her dog. Yep. Wilma, who was 10 to 12 years old at this time, was so upset she bit the Nazi. Yes. Her family was punished and she eventually was able to flee to England before settling in Canada. She never smoke, spoke much about her childhood, but someone from a community paper interviewed her and published her story in a paper. I thought you would like the story about a badass little girl biting a Nazi, Aaron. Now I'm crying. Now I'm crying. I, I hate no. Nazis so much. It, also, it's just like, think of any fucking World War II Nazi movie that you've seen and how oppressive and awful their presence is and they go into these towns and take over Mm. and fucking turn people against each other and they're monsters and this little girl is just like you fucking killed my I don't give a shit what you do you killed my dog I'm gonna do the only thing I can I'm gonna bite you yeah and you fucking deserve it you goddamn Nazi I love Wilma. 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 Yay. I also love, it's, that's such a great idea that like, then she emigrates to England. She emigrates to Canada. She fucking lives her private life. Yeah. And then somebody sits her down like and her, goes, yeah. hey, what's, give me some highlights. Do you have any stories? She's oh. like, yeah, I got a story for you. I've been a Nazi once. Yeah. As a child. And I'm here to tell the tale. <laughs> so it's the subject line is golf wielding grandmother. Lighthearted. Great. Um, hi, Karen, Georgia, Stephen and animals. I stumbled upon your show recently and it has made my commute to work in law school so much more enjoyable. I did the, um, I did make the mistake of listening to your episode about the leaf man too close to bedtime and ended up sleeping <laughs> with the lights on because obviously murderers wait until you turn them off. <laughs> 
<laughs> but otherwise, I'm so impressed with your wonderful mix of humor and tragedy with these dark and fascinating stories. Oh, thanks. Thanks. My hometown isn't about a murder, but an attempted robbery. One day, my grandma phoned to say that she was in the hospital for a broken arm, which on its face seems rather ordinary. However, the story comes out that my grandma woke up in the middle of the night to noises coming from down the hall. She lives alone and doesn't have any pets, so she knew something was up. Mm-mm. Naturally, she grabs one of my grandpa's old golf clubs, <gasps> sneaks out of her room to investigate, and finds a large man <gasps> rifling through her things in the living room. At this point, most people would call for help, but apparently my badass grandma thought that she would handle the situation yes. on her own. After all, she had lived through World War II in Latvia before That's she... That's where w- my family's from! Is that right? Yes! Fuck yeah! <laughs> and it's, so... Uh, She was forced to flee to the U.S. as a teenager after some of her family were killed. Yeah, she doesn't fuck around. She's not fucking around. She doesn't scare easy. Uh -uh. So she looked around her house to make sure the man was alone. Smart. Popped Mm. out her with her golf club raised and started beating the thief (gasps) over the head while shouting at him in Latvian. Good girl. He was so startled and probably concussed that he (laughs) dropped what he grabbed, resisted the grandma attack very briefly, which is when my grandma's arm was broken. Oh, my God. And then fled into the night. He was never... Never caught by the police, but thankfully he also never returned. Afterwards, my mom gave my grandma a lecture about the importance of calling the cops, Jesus. the risks of attacking intruders without knowing if they are armed or not, and how she could have made an escape instead. My grandma promised that she would be more responsible, <laughs> but when we visited her next, we discovered that she had placed a golf club in every room of her house. Oh, grandma! Anyways, you're awesome, so make sure you stay sexy and always carry a golf club. Love, Erica. Oh my god. Fuck yeah, Latvian grandma I doesn't mean, take shit. She couldn't have hit that hard with that, right? Like, I mean, she no. just surprised the shit out of this dude. Yeah. Well, it probably hurt and maybe like knocked him a little yeah. senseless, but yeah. And then also this woman screaming at you in a foreign language. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. incredible. <laughs> and the, I like that one. Yeah, I do too. Those were all amazing. Those were great. And all listen, any story you have that's fucking crazy, just send them to us. My favorite murder at Gmail. And stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Goodbye. Goodbye. Elvis, you want a cookie? Good boy. Nice one. <laughs>